Good morning. <clears throat> Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. This is Dr. Brenda Shoshana returning with another episode of our podcast, Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. Here we are at the almost the end of summer now. My goodness, my goodness, how quickly time flies away. At almost the end of summer and we are presenting a podcast episode today, which is called Life is One Continuous Mistake. This really, that sounds a little depressing on the outset. What do you mean? I can't do anything right? Are you suggesting, or whoever said that quote, are they suggesting that whatever I do is meaningless or useless, is just a mistake? Actually, just the opposite. This quote is showing us, letting us look through what we consider to be mistakes, our so-called mistakes, and looking right through them to what life really is, what life truly is. It's a way of catching our attention. Because, you know, night and day, we strive for perfection. We want to be the best. We want to be beautiful, thin, rich, famous, whatever it is we want to be, want, want, want. And constantly we're striving to perfect ourselves or to improve ourselves, to make us something different and better than what we actually are. And along with that, of course, we really fear a crack in the facade that we show. We fear making a mistake. A mistake seems to us to be, "Uh uh-oh, I'm not really perfect. I'm not the person I think I am or that maybe even I try to be. And of course, when we do err or make a mistake, the hand-wringing, oh my goodness, and the self-recriminations, the guilt, the blame, that can go on forever and ever that, that can actually freeze us in our tracks and stop us from living a lively and a fulfilled life, a lively life. What a fun concept, a playful life, an open life, a life that's attuned to the moment and to the beauty of the moment. You know, the moment is what it is. The moment as it appears, it can't make a mistake. It's what it is. But We add so much to it, the way we want it to be, the way we expect it or demand it to be. And then we decide, well, something's gone wrong here. Something's gone terribly wrong. I've made a mistake or someone else has made a mistake. This is not the way I thought things would turn out. This is not the way I wanted things to turn out. Hmm. And then, of course, so much sorrow. And as I said, self-blame follows inevitably. You know, our our own sense of self-worth and value is tied very, very often to being right. I am right. (laughs) I'm right, and you may be wrong. And it's tied to doing things right, the right way, or walking along the right path. God forbid that I walked on the wrong path (laughs) or that I said the wrong thing or did the wrong thing. I'm just an idiot. I'm just a fool. That's what we think. 
and that's how we behave. But to start for a moment, let's just stop and say, who is the one who decides what is right or wrong at this very moment in time? You know, something that was right two days ago could be wrong now. Life changes, conditions change. I'm not saying, I'm not being saying that morality is relative. I'm not saying that there is not an absolute sense of this is right meaning not to kill, not to harm. Of course, there are principles, profound principles of our lives which guide us and which create a life of true meaning. But I'm not talking about demolishing that. I'm talking about how we get frozen and not able to function often because we don't know what to do. We don't know what's right. We don't know what's appropriate. We're so afraid of making a mistake, as if that will be the worst thing that could possibly happen, that will crush us completely, or that will unravel all the good that we've done. I've seen that often with people. They say, oh my goodness, I made this mistake, and now everything good that I did is done, it's gone, it's over. Well, that's not the Zen way. The Zen way is contained in that beautiful quote, life is one continuous mistake. When we make a so-called mistake, we can learn a great deal from it, and we, we do learn a great deal from it, and we can even become empowered as a result of the so-called mistake to behave in a much more compassionate or appropriate or even useful way the next time around, the next time something like that happens, or who knows when. Little babies would never learn how to walk if they didn't make mistakes and if they weren't willing, totally willing to fall down. Boom, they fall down, then they laugh and they get up again and they try again. As we say in Zen, fall down seven times, get up eight times. But the falling down is part of the getting up. It's part of the growing. It's fine. It's just fine. It's natural. And actually, it's embedded in the actual fabric of life, which is one continuous mistake, which we'll talk about a little bit in a moment more. You know, it's, so, it's implying that it can even be good to make a mistake. It could be the best thing that could happen right now. Make a really big mistake. Because wrong turns to right and the other way around. Make a nice big mistake. Jump in and then you'll see, you'll learn, you'll grow. <coughs> you'll come back different. As I said, this wonderful quote from the great Zen teacher tells us that so-called mistakes are actually inevitable. They're inevitable. They're bound into the very fabric of our life from the time we're little babies to the very end, if to the end, to the end, the endless end, as my teacher would say. I'm not saying there's a beginning, I'm not saying there's an end, but through, through all the transitions that we go through. How else can we grow and develop without making a mistake, without being willing to learn, 
without being willing to say, oh, look what that, I did that, and look what the consequences were. Hmm, something to discover, something to learn. And the quote, of course, suggests that life itself is nothing but a huge mistake. What does that mean? You know, we constantly misunderstand others and we also misunderstand ourselves. We project thoughts onto others which are not there. Or we don't see things that are right in front of our eyes in relationships. That happens all the time. We get caught like a fish snapped up in the world of appearances. And we believe things are stable and will last forever just as they are. That's a deeply embedded belief in all of us. Oh, this is how it is and it's going to last forever. And of course, when it doesn't, of course, and it can't, how can an appearance last forever? How can an era of our life last forever? It cannot. And of course, when it doesn't, when it changes, when something radically changes, a loss, a death, an accident, who knows? We become distraught, distraught, and very often unable to go on to take the next step. You know, Zazen is one thing, not only, but one great aspect of Zen training is this. Take the next step. That's it. Just get up (laughs) and take the next step. That can be very, very hard to do, but it's a very beautiful moment when we do it. Take the next step. Forget about the cobweb of guilt and blame and worry. Take the next step. But we do do not take the much needed time to stop. You know, we take a step and then we do both. We take steps and we also stop. And we explore the very nature of who we really are. If you really want to find out about mistakes, make your mistakes your very best friend. Let me find out about these mistakes. What are they? Where do they come from? Interesting, interesting question. And who are we really who are always bobbing up and down (laughs) in this confusing world that we live in? Who are we? What is causing the confusion? So this teacher, Dogen, wonderful, wonderful teacher, who who actually offered us this quote today, he recommends that we take a moment and we pause and spend time to make friends with our mistakes. Of course, when we're making friends with our so-called mistakes, we are making friends with ourselves and with all the beings, all the people who were connected to our mistakes, because so often we're blaming others. Oh, you made a mistake. You did this wrong. You did that wrong. Well, let's forget about all that. Let's make friends with all of it, meaning let's get to know it. Rather than hate it, blame it, let's get to know it. What is this mistake really? What did they do really? Do we have to lapse into hatred for them and for ourselves because of it. So let's explore our mistakes, not with blame or guilt or self-hate, but with curiosity and perhaps even amusement. Hmm, that's something strange to be amused by a mistake that I make. Well, 
Maybe it is just silly. And maybe the biggest mistake is the way we're reacting to our mistakes and our drive, our endless drive to be someone we are not, as if there's something fundamentally wrong with ourselves just as we are. As if life itself made a big mistake <laughs> by bringing us here into this world this way, something wrong with the way we fundamentally are. Parents may feel that way about children. Children may feel that way about parents, friends about friends. This is a strain and a refrain that plays endlessly. Can't make friends with that. Why not? Why not look at it in a different light? Why not remove this whole filter of I'm a mistake, I have to be better, I have to be different, you're a mistake, on and on and on. Just remove it. In Zazen practice, we let go of that concept that there's something wrong. It's a concept. It's an idea. And it imprisons us deeply. Instead, we make friends. We become acquainted with the truth of who we are right now, of the moment, of the endless possibilities embedded here waiting for us. Boom, just like a little raindrop falling on parched earth. That awareness opens things up. It allows the thirsty buds in the dry earth to grow. So I usually love to give you a little exercise to do along with this talk so you can make it real in your own life, so you can practice it, because these are just words. And until we take these words and actually practice them, make them our flesh and bones, make them our life itself, it doesn't really mean much. It's, it's entertainment only, a way to pass the time of day. But how about taking this, doing this exercise? How about taking, writing down what are some of your worst mistakes you ever did that you're still maybe blaming yourself for, right? Or maybe just take a simple mistake that you did and look at it, spend time with that mistake. Just be with it. Make friends with it. Stop punishing the mistake. Stop punishing yourself. And see, what did you learn from that mistake? How did you grow? And maybe what did the other person, maybe if there was someone else involved in it with you, what did they learn? Could they have done otherwise? What could have made this encounter not a mistake, but a beautiful moment in time, even though it may not have been what you liked, what you wanted, or what you looked for? That's a very powerful question. So dwell with it a bit dwell with it a bit. I love the concept of dwelling with it a bit. That's the same as doing zazen. Sit with it. Digest it. Let go of all your ideas about it and be it. Become it. So as I said, I'm very grateful to be talking to you today. I'm very grateful for your many wonderful, beautiful emails and comments and questions, and I thank you for them. And please, if you wish to write to me, you can reach me at topspeaker at yahoo.com. I'm always here. 
or I may be here or there, but I'm always available to answer your email, and I love to hear from you. And the website for our podcast, as you know, is www.zenwisdomtoday.com, and you can find not only today's podcast, but many, many of them on that page as well. As I mentioned, I have a new book, which you might enjoy, out called Zen Play, Instructions on Becoming Fully Alive. People are enjoying it, and I thank you for that as well. So as we approach the final days or weeks of summer, let that hot sun bake through you. Let the cool winds refresh you. Let every day become a good day. Let your mistakes go off into the ocean with the tide that comes. And let the next moment of your life be fresh and new. Fresh and new. Available. Be available to whatever the next moment is about to bring. I'll see you next week. And thank you for listening.